Welcome to Do The Math, a podcast where we discuss the times we're in, divide the topics, subtract the nonsense, and see what adds up. Be sure to like us, rate, and subscribe to wherever you stream your podcast. Let's get into the show. I don't want to disrespect nobody when I say this, but... I mean, I'm just choosing my words very kindly because this is something that's been very dear in my mind. And I think this week has really highlighted that. There was a video of a guy headed over to Target. You know, shout out to those of y'all who shop at Target. Me personally, um, I wouldn't say I shop at Target consistently enough, right? I mean, I go in there never, I'm being honest. Uh, but you know, those of y'all shop at Target, I heard good things about it, whoop de doo But there's a guy who went into Target and um, I believe he, uh, you know, did a, maybe a day in a live video or, you know, maybe just a video of his, I guess, fit or his process of shopping and received a lot of backlash because of, you know, not the video itself, but I think the fact of the matter is people are thinking, how did you get this video captured? You know what I'm saying? And usually people have tripods nowadays. And, you know, if y'all know me in real life, you know, I'm really not with the, the whole tripod, record your life type thing, you know. I tried it one time. No, actually, I never tried it before, God forbid. But I tried the whole vlogging thing, you know. I think I went to Morocco, um, Egypt, and Tunisia one year. But, you know, it's not really my thing, man. I like to just be in the moment, maybe record my videos with my family. Or if I post it, you know, I mean, maybe years later. Or I'm not going to sit here and dedicate a, a portion of my time to try to curate videos. And shout out to those of y'all who do get paid to do these things. You know what I'm saying? That's great. But, for, you know, hey, I guess it's not going to watch our show. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that for him, it was very, um, it took a lot of time, you know, in my opinion, to, to to do that. And also, you don't think it's too much? I mean, you're going to Target, man. Yeah, you know, I don't think you said much in the video. It's not like Target is sponsoring you, or it's not like, you know, you had, you know, I don't know, tags to the outfits you had, or I don't know, maybe it's just your creative side, which I applaud. Trust me, I like to be creative too. You know, if I had the time to sit here and create a video, that wouldn't be the first video that would come to my mind to put out or to even conceptualize. But, you know, I mean, shout out to him. Another thing I wanted to bring up, you know, with the tripods I mentioned, what time do y'all go to the gym? Because I feel that I've gone to the gym. My gym opens up at 5 a.m. And it closes at 11 p.m., right? I've also gone to the gym... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. So, I've seen people at 5 a.m. with tripods, right? I mean, with tripods, the camera set up. I've seen them at 11 p.m. Is there a time where these people do not go and set up their videos and tripods in the gym? I feel like, you know, as I said, 
hey, if you're doing it because you like to do it, that's great. But do you do it every day? I mean, where is like excessive? And we know what the excessive types are. And I feel like to me, I don't know. Like, I feel like at 5 a.m., I would go at 440 to get to the gym at 5 a.m. I don't talk to nobody. Come on now. I don't open my mouth until I get back. I don't open my mouth ever in the gym. Moreover, have the, I mean, the, the energy to, to go here and sit and say, hey, look, I'm going to set up a tripod and, you know, record a video and then go back home and, you know, do a voiceover in the video. And then, I mean, it just seems to be a lot for those people who are doing this, you know, just, you know, I guess not as a profession or just as, you know, a hobby. If it's a hobby of yours, hey, everyone has the hobby, but. I don't know. To me, it seems like a lot of time. Those of you guys who do this, you want to let me know. I mean, do you think it takes a lot of time or do you think that it's something that you just like doing? Why do you do it? You know, I think, um, you know, there's there's some theories out there that this is like, you know, maybe a far reach towards narcissism. Right. Where, you know, if you think about it, what is the reason for you capturing these videos and, and, and photos? Is it for you yourself or is it for, you know, is it for, I mean, other people to give you that affirmation and approval? And I always use this example when I bring up, when I bring this up to people who, you know, are always like, oh my gosh, like, uh, I don't mind my phone, you know, I'm okay, blah, blah, blah. You know, I always bring this example up, like, think about people, right? This new trend of taking birthday photos, you know, everybody does them. Everybody, you know, has them all over IG, but ask how many of these people have actually blown up these photos and placed it inside their house. And that'll let you know exactly what I'm talking about because, or, you know, you may say, oh, what, what are you talking about? I mean, think about it. Like you took all this time and money and effort to post this on a social media platform, right? And we've seen many times where IG like that is gone. We, we logged out, all that stuff is gone but you haven't taken the time and effort to actually blow these up and portray it in your own house. I don't know, to me, maybe I'm tweaking, but to me, it seems that that's a little, you know, odd, you know what I mean? I don't know, I think, you know, that's just one example, I can go on and on, but I do want to kind of pivot to the next uh, narcissist who, you know, this one is just a given person. It's not even like, you know, they're trying to hide their narcissism. Well, this is um, a judge by the name of Tracy Soderstrom. Um, she's a judge from Oklahoma. Um, her, uh, I think she was in charge of a case for the murder trial of a two-year-old child. Um, judge Soderstrom was just sworn in to the Oklahoma, uh, I believe, to the Oklahoma jury. I, I guess the, the guess, whatever you got, you're not the you know. I'm not the best on what you call it. I guess it's a judicial board, but she was sworn in on January 9th um, after being elected in November. Uh, I believe uh, the biggest thing about this is that she was caught sending text messages to her bailiff during the trial, right? She was caught on video with a security camera um, sending messages to her bailiff saying, hey, look, and this is verbatim. I could look at him all day talking about a witness, essentially, like 
making prerogative text messages about the actual people who came in to testify. She'll make, you know, snarky remarks, you know, saying someone's pretty or that someone needs, you know, teeth whitening or that this person, you know, did a good job. I should applaud them or she doesn't really believe the defendant or she so she's texting this to the bailiff. Can you imagine? Just hold what I can't imagine what I'm reading, what I'm saying. She's texting this. Uh, when I heard this, I was in shock. Texting this during the trial. Literally. So you know how they have the big judge desk. You can't really see up, right? So she literally has, it's on video from the security footage, but it's, it's overhead. So she literally has her phone there. Imagine like she's fake looking at the, you know, at the people, but she's really texting the bailiff the whole entire trial. I think they had a total of up to 500 text messages during the trial itself that were sent back and forth. She was also seen checking her Facebook during the trial as well. I mean, this woman was on everything. Everything, no matter what time of the trial she's on it. And, and the funny thing about, God forbid, not funny, but the interesting thing about it is that, she, you know, she would have, you know, I don't say got away with it, but she would have, you know, at least tried to be a little more, you know, I guess not foolish because what also made her be a suspect in this issue was the fact that she gave the murderer such a light, you know, I mean, a light, a light sentence. I think the minimum was four years in prison. And the guy, I mean, the guy literally do two times served, walked away from this murder of a two-year-old. So that to me, not only identified that this woman is an idiot, but she's also a fool because there's no way you're going to be texting the whole time and you're gonna be, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't know you'll get caught, but obviously, I mean, at least act like you're listening, bro. Because there's no way you're gonna have a guy who, I mean, who murdered a two-year-old, was in jail since 2018, of course, but you're gonna give him the minimum of four years and he's gonna walk away basically at the end of the trial, a free man because he served his four years already being held. That to me just, just, just said that this woman was not thinking. At least make it make sense somehow. You can't be faking your 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 exam and then I mean wonder why you fail. You know what I'm saying? Make it make sense. You gotta at least try studying. Sheesh. You gotta either try studying, pass the exam, or you don't study and you finesse the exam. Yeah, I mean, come on, you can't give the guy four years. It just made her look bad. So the parents are actually protesting the actual, um, you know, sentencing. And this woman has is in danger of losing her license at this point, which I mean, she should. I mean, well, actually, you know, I won't say, she, you know, it's just it's an interesting case. You know, it's very crazy. It is very crazy. Trust me. At first, I thought she should definitely lose her, you know, her, her status as a judge, but I don't know, man. It's, it's interesting, but I think that, you know, what do you guys think? You know, I don't know. To me, I think that she should be reprimanded to some extent, but to lose your whole entire career off of one mistake seems interesting. That's all I'm going to say. But it also depends on the kind of mistake you're doing because our guy, Kevin Porter Jr., 
I mean, not not our guy. God forbid, my guys, <clears throat> my guys don't be women on Donda. So Kevin Porter Jr. We all know his girlfriend at this point. He, he beat his girlfriend to you know to to a, a I'm gonna say a pulp or a mulch, but he beat her up pretty bad. Kevin Porter somehow some way is still finagled a pretty decent amount of money from the NBA, right? Even though he's no longer playing. Would I be surprised if he gets picked back up? Not really. I think that a lot of times, you know, we have other guys, Miles Bridges, in the NBA who do maybe even worse or same along the lines of what Kevin Porter Jr. did. And, you know, he's in the NBA, still getting paid, about to be on a, a contract. And I'm pretty sure in the next two or three years, he's going to get an extension and he's going to get back to the regular money he was going to be making anyway. So um, I just want to say this because his girlfriend came out and said that, hey, you know, this guy did not beat me. I know, right? I'm the shock too. I mean, there, there seems to be some kind of video evidence or some kind of, you know, surveillance footage from the hotel in New York where this incident happened. Surprisingly, it has not been released yet. I'm pretty sure any day now, TMZ, if that footage exists, you know they're on it. They're gonna, someone's gonna see a huge payday to get that footage. But I just wanna say this and say this very clearly to my listeners and to maybe my woman, you know, listeners as well. There are men who do not beat you. Once again, there are men who do not beat you. Like, this is crazy. There's no way this little girl can really come out here and say that. This guy did not be here. I know she may be trying to cash a check. Maybe there's some kind of agreement, but still have some pride. You know what I mean? Money's cool, but this dude almost killed you from what the reports are saying. So for you to come on here and talk about <laughs> he did not beat me, I'm a bit confused. I'm a bit confused. God forbid I have any 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 of my sisters, any of my cousins. Any of my people just be in a situation where they have to kind of lie and on a good name of the dude just because a paycheck. I feel like, you know, I feel bad for her. But then again, she's taking the money, right? Because I'm sure there's some kind of agreement that, you know, will lesser his charges. I think he even got released. I think last time I was looking, but it's just crazy that, um, you know, they continue to get away with this in, in the NFL and the NBA and other sports. I do believe these leagues should come together and protect women. This should not be a, a, a cause for celebration. This should not should be a cause for normalcy. But time after time, we see instances like this where women are brutally beaten by men. They're, of course, cut from the original team or suspended. And then less than a year or two later, they're brought back into the league. Like, what is going on? Do we not care about the mother of our children? Do we not care about women? Do we not care about that stuff or what? That's the money? Okay. And these guys are not even like star players. Miles Bridges is tough. Don't get me, don't get it twisted, right? Kevin Porter Jr., I guess he's cool. But these dudes ain't no LeBron James now. You know what I'm saying? They, they have other players who can come up. I know, yes, you, you feel like the person owes you the money. You paid them before they start acting stupid. Yes owners i get it but stop giving these guys the 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 comfort of hey i can do this and then it will come back to me 
you know, it's just it's just so unfortunate that it has to be like this. But all in all, I am glad for the NBA season to be back. Um, and LeBron is in year 20, uh, I believe year 21. And um, hey, he's still out here doing his thing. Hitting Mercedes Photoshop. I don't know. We'll see who wins the ring. Speaking of rings, <laughs> do y'all keep getting hit up by um, somebody called Moella? M-O-H-E-L-A is her name. I don't know. This girl keeps hitting me up talking about um, I got all her money. <laughs> do y'all know who that is? Because I don't. I mean, I thought I thought I had an uncle and auntie called Uncle Joe and Auntie Kamala that are going to take care of this girl. You know what I mean? And But it seems that they didn't do nothing. It seems that they, they didn't talk to her. So maybe I need to ring them again to ask them what's going on with, with, with my student loans. You feel me? Because I'm a bit confused. My boy Biden's opening his mouth talking about we can't afford student loan debt relief. We can't do this. We can't do that. Sounding like a like sound like an Afrobeat song. You know what I'm talking about. You don't do this, and I know do that. Come on, that's what he's sounding like. I don't want to hear that. Cause when it was time to elect you, we were sounding really good, my boy. Now it's sounding foreign. It's sounding foreign. But do you know you're talking about student loans? But do you know? I'm gonna give you guys a few numbers before I head out, man. And then y'all make your own decision, right? First of all, I want to know. If you have had your student loans forgiven, please hit me up. Y'all know my number. Hit me up on my DMs. Hit me up because I don't know anybody who has. Maybe maybe it's not us who's getting it forgiven. Maybe those who are getting forgiven, hit me up so I can know what I'm doing wrong. Number two, do you know that since the Ukraine war started, the United States of America has given one hundred and thirteen million dollars in relief to Ukraine. This is just as of I believe October fourth, and this is according to uh, USAFacts.org. You look this up. Number two. Just recently, in the year two thousand and twenty-two. The United States committed over $3.3 billion in foreign aid assistance to Israel. About $8.8 million of that money went towards the country's economy. While 99.7% of that aid went to the Israeli military. I repeat, 997 of that aid went to the Israeli military. And we're wondering why they saying, who the fuck is Hamas? They asking, what the fuck is Palestine? Because it was going, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. That's what, that's what our money is going to. And the crazy thing is that there's another 100 million headed the way. I'll catch y'all next episode, man. Thanks for listening. See y'all next week. Mm-hmm.